right. With Jerome Stilton's Dino Man is the feature film play, the documentary film festival. Lots to talk about with this film. Uh, Jerome, this is a really interesting film about uh, the life and work of uh, Art Whalen, who's a Dutch, uh, They call, you call it in the, in the in the synopsis, a paleo artist, and he's a taxidermist. And he basically brings dinosaurs to life. So there's lots to, to grab hold of that. I want to ask you the beginning. I've, I've seen thousands of documentary films, obviously, what I do. And you kind of give, your, give the audience an origin story of you at the beginning of your film. Why, why, like, I'm curious how you, why you started the film by telling the audience who you were first before you got into the film. It's uh, part of a bigger challenge I faced uh, with this film. Because this, you, you've seen the film, the, I, I got to know this Art Valen, this, sure. this very interesting man with a very yeah. interesting profession. And I thought, okay, I'm going to make a film. During the course of following him for a few years, he turned out to be a very difficult man to follow, actually, because he's in his own world. And he yeah. doesn't get, uh, kept me informed about his whereabouts, about what he was doing, you know, when I was. So he's in his own he's in the isolated. Century. Yeah, well, yeah, but for just doing his thing. And he was okay with me filming him, but he just didn't want to be bothered or be occupied with, with planning-wise or logistics yeah. or whatever. So I missed a lot of things, actually, to be honest. You know, as a filmmaker, you 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 start to craft a storyline and a structure, and I thought, okay, I'm going to... I want to have this. And then he forgot to inform me. So... I was just missing this this piece of the puzzle that I was I thought was essential for the film. So the only thing I could solve that was my my solution of of incorporating my my own story as a filmmaker into the film. And then I had to introduce myself I thought in the beginning but then I I take the viewer on a journey and also my perspective and my challenges trying to get to know this guy trying you need to need that part of the part of the documentary. Yes, yes, exactly. Gotcha. So do you feel so, that I'm curious because you want it to be a you want it to be a feature film. You want it to be 60 minutes. Was that the was that the goal time to be 60 minutes? No, not necessarily. I just um started, you know, I, I, I shot a lot of footage, a lot of footage over the course of seven years. And you can go on and on and on and on because he yeah. keeps doing his thing until he probably drops dead at a certain point in time, uh, holding a dinosaur bone. Because I, you know, that's how he's gonna. That's how he will die because he's a. That's my prediction. Yeah, I'm pretty sure he's gonna. Yeah. So, um, and he was fine with me filming him, but you know, as a filmmaker, you need a structure and you need a certain narrative. Yeah. So I thought, I think beginning of this year, I thought, okay, I'm gonna go into my archives, see what I actually filmed now, and then see, you know, the the solution could also be just drop the project, just drop it. You know, just go into the archive. Edit for a month, and then maybe the the conclusion should be: this is not the film I want to make. This is not the narrative. I I'm not going to get more out of him. Um, but then I started editing, and I thought, okay, there is a story here. Incorporate myself. Incorporate my search for the for the narrative. But I didn't have any idea of the length. But it would be 15 minutes or two hours or an hour. I didn't have any specific goal. I just went into, and I had I think the footage guide me to the best narrative and the best duration. Gotcha. Yeah, it's a way, it's an interesting way to do the do the film. Were you a little bit sheepish about having you so 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 much a part of the film? Yeah, I'm not I'm not a very uh outgoing person. I never, you know, put myself in the center. But um I I really felt that 
because I started without me, obviously. I just started telling the story about him and his the, the follow-up, you know, the, the daughter who's going to uh, follow him in, in his company, maybe. Uh, but it was lacking stuff. It was just lacking cement, you know. It was lacking <laughs> you know, cement in between the building blocks. Yeah. And I thought, okay, what if I... Because actually the story of trying to get the film out of him, trying to, get, you know, structure the film, is quite interesting especially for fellow filmmakers or maybe even... So it was another layer that I put... And unfortunately, it, I was part of that layer. Gotcha. It's not because I wanted to put myself in the forefront. Not at all. Were you able to like get him some good, some good interviews with him, though? To sit him down, have him sit down and like talk to you for a few hours? Yeah, I think I had that maybe three times over the course of seven years. That's it? Okay. Yeah, that's it. Because mo most of the time he... Uh, I don't know how you call it in English, but, but he... Or he was very occupied doing stuff, and I yeah. tried to get things out of him. But also during interviews, he he didn't want to um, give too much away of his personal life, his personal motivations. He was very conscious about because there was actually this storyline that I really felt, you know. But this hey, he also has a son who didn't end up in the film, but he has two kids, yeah. and they were constantly talking about, you know, are we gonna go forward with this company? Are we gonna? So there was this love-hate relationship between them. But then he, he simply said to me, oh, by the way, last month I had a dinner uh, with my kids and I was talking to them about uh, the future and everything. And I said, Art, you should have called me. You know, yeah. we had a deal. You know, that that's part of my story. <laughs> and yeah. I, I just missed it. He couldn't be bothered. So, but I, actually I sat him down, I think three times for a proper, proper interview because, you know, uh, especially when you follow somebody over that course of time, that period of time, you need to have some, yeah, okay, let's look yep. back. What's your, the thing you're doing now? What's your ambition? Well, how is it going with this storyline, whatever? So it's so interesting that because it's like, this is, it depends, like it, it makes sense, his personality, because he's literally putting dinosaurs back together again, right? Right. And there's there it's so meticulous there's so many bones and there's so much like everything's got to be perfect right it's like there's a certain personality that has the patience and kind of like obsessiveness to do a job like that so the way you describe him seems like that would be that type of person to do this job i guess right yeah totally totally yeah and the funny thing is that he has quite a uh, disorganized personal life <laughs> sure, of course to be you know he he as if he focuses all his organizational skills and logistical skills in his work yeah to construct this skeleton or this reconstruction of an animal and everything else is secondary or even you know further yeah. down the ladder well yeah it's an obsessive quality i can under i i kind of get it it's an obsessive <laughs> quality and then you can kind of like but it, it helps you not take like you it kind of that it's almost like a crutch. It's almost like an addiction that that basically like so you don't have to worry about anything else, all your other conflicts that are going on in your life, right? Exactly. And the exactly. shit jobs that you've done with any other relationships in your life, you could just kind of focus exactly. on this, I guess, right? There's always a skeleton that needs attention that you can go to, you know, that you can puzzle. <laughs> well, he has skeletons in his closet, right? That he's Definitely. not dealing with. That's a good one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> but he's a very sweet man as well. You know, at the same time, he's a very sweet and loving and caring. Of course, person. it's just he's in his mind, and it's it's, it's a little bit worth work as well. It's his way or the highway. 
You have seen yeah. him collaborate with with people, but then it's really if you don't do it the way he wants it, you're <laughs> you don't have to come back next next day. Yeah, well, yeah, that, that that's that's a story there, right? Like that, to order to be as good as you are, as good as the job, like a lot of people are, are like that. A lot of people are very obsessive about their jobs, and that's what makes them great at what they do, I guess, right? I think so. Yeah, yeah. And it perhaps makes them a bad husband or even a bad father or a bad friend, but it makes them good at their job, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And so, so, so you got some, but that said, you got some really great footage of him, like in that warehouse and like that, that's something that I'm, I'm assuming normies like me wouldn't be able to go in inside and like, just to see, like, it just looks like a big mess of a warehouse, but of course there's logic behind it, I guess. Yeah. That's also because, I, uh, to get back to your first question or the second question, why I incorporated myself, yeah. I also wanted to share with the audience my own uh, surprise that I that I felt sometimes. You know, like that was literally the first day of filming. That he took me to his warehouse and he sort of presented this as a proud thing. You know, this is my collection, yeah. and I was like, "What the hell am I looking at here? <laughs> this is just a garbage, you know, mountain." But then he got into it and he was explaining me what that is. And it's his way of organizing. I mean, we I hope you organize your life differently than him. But I mean, but then he got it and I was like, okay, I was fascinated. That first day of shooting, I was like, okay, there's something here. And I also wanted to share that feeling with the audience, you know, when you when you yeah. enter in that in his world, in his space, it's like, what is this? I get it. Because like in your documentary, you also like obviously we need the, the process of putting to put the puzzle together, to putting the skeletons together. And it seemed like perhaps he wasn't able to explain that to you, like the whale and uh, properly. So you kind of had to explain to the audience what he's doing, I guess. Right. A little bit. Yes. 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 Yeah. That's what I, I, I don't know, know the English expression properly, but uh, that he didn't want like the whale, for example, was in yeah. his warehouse and we, we entered and I thought, okay, I want to know. And then he just shuts the door sort of too quickly yeah. and i i wasn't on that level with him and still you know i i consider him my friend and he's a very interesting person he's friend. but if he doesn't want to show something you don't get to see it it's yeah. as simple as that yeah and if he doesn't want to talk about a subject he's not going to talk about the subject yeah <laughs> that's the so, way he works yeah how he lives so as a filmmaker it's quite hard to try to enter that mind and to get him to talk a little bit more or to show him a little bit more than he wants how did this project come about in the first place where did you meet him like where did you get this idea to kind of make the film i i i met him or i heard of him through a completely different project i had to produce the skeleton of a t-rex you know for a photo shoot and i was like okay where the hell am i going to find the t-rex I, I found all almost all the dinosaur museums in the in europe and then I heard his name a few times. Okay, I organized it with him. He said, yeah, is there a payment involved? Yeah, so there was a budget. He got paid. He had to mount a skeleton of a T-Rex for a photo shoot. But I, had, I during that process, I, I, I spoke with him a little bit about his work, about his life. And I thought, well, you know, as a filmmaker, you're always on the lookout for some uh, nice subjects. And I thought, okay, in the back of my mind, I noticed this. I, I put his number down in my agenda. And then when I was quiet with work i was looking for a new subject I, I called him and i explained to him you know can we meet up can we talk i was i was fascinated by your story maybe maybe there's something there can i can i uh 
come to your uh, workplace and film you for one day. Just, you know, out in the open, see what happens. Yeah. And that's actually the first day in that empty museum and that word, that uh, workshop, the warehouse that's in the film. Gotcha. So did, did you ever have any like regrets kind of getting diving into this project? <laughs> yes. Okay. <laughs> Many times. <laughs> yeah. Were you worried actually, that you were yeah, going to have a film? Time. Sorry? Were you, I'm sorry. Were you worried that you were going to have a film? Yes. Yes. Yeah, because I, 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 you know, you start filming him, you start being fascinated about his work, but that's only so much, you know. Yeah, yes, it's cool that some, that there's a guy who builds dinosaurs. That's very cool, but it's not a film. It's not a it's not a storyline. So, at a certain point, I was looking for these storylines, and I and I really wanted to have a, a deeper interview, or want to have you know, so, or like I told you about his kids, and he just didn't help me. He, he simply didn't help me. He just, you know, didn't inform me when he had an important meeting or he was going somewhere. So then I thought, okay, I'm investing so much time and money in the first few years already. Yeah. But it's going. If if I don't get a little bit of help from him, it's not going to go anywhere. Yeah. So I had a lot of frustrated frustrated moments and ups and downs. So at the same time, you also got to stop filming. You got to, there's got to be a stopping point where like, okay, I got to, I got to get to editing. I got to, you know what I mean? Like when did you realize the, the, what the end point was going to be? I think in the end when I, because I had a lot of uh, previous edits, you know, in between uh, versions and I thought, no, this is not it. This is not enough. And then uh, COVID came and then we had like radio silence for two years. And then after I updated, he updated me. And then actually his daughter, who turned out, you know, to have this love-hate relationship. I, I interviewed her a few times. She mm -hmm. didn't want to pursue his job. She did. She wanted to do something completely different. Yeah. But then after that hiatus of two years, she actually started a business in the same world with his uh, previous intern. I was like, okay, this, because I, I touched on that theme quite a lot of times already. Yeah. Okay, this is the structure. This is my you know, my final act, this is where it's going to go to. And then I pursued that storyline quite uh, actively. And then I knew the film should, would have to end there. And it was yeah. time for editing. Gotcha. Oh, wow. So it's like, it's it seems like it's like quite the, it's quite the thing. So then you got to editing, you edit the film yourself? Yes. Yes. Did you, did you consider like, like bringing in an extra, like kind of different set of eyes or did you kind of like, or was it so like you just knew you had to put it together yourself? I, I have a very hard time to actually have somebody else do the editing. That's just something inside of me. I, I want to do the editing, but I, I had a few people check and, and watch uh, previous versions. So I, okay. I yes, I, I did find feedback and I did look for feedback, but in the end I did the editing myself and I was, yeah, it's good. Did he, what did he think of the film? I showed it to him on a laptop in his new warehouse. He moved all his stuff again for the six, 16th time um, and he was crying he had a tear in his eye because it was very he had no clue what I was making he yeah. just you know I was present with a camera or I had a camera person follow him a few times he had no clue what we were doing he just you know he, he liked the attention and he liked to show what he was doing but he had no clue what the footage actually was about he never looked at anything he never asked for it in between showing nothing so he, he he saw this for the first time, seven years of his life, personal things, personal stories, his daughter, his, you know, everything. 
Wow. And and, and so and so like so like so you gave like you finally like it's almost like you kind of you had to like not finish the film but you ban it's a cliche but you kind of abandoned it a little bit and said okay I this is I have to move on to something new I guess right correct yeah totally <laughs> yeah <laughs> are you happy with the film because it's pretty it's a pretty impressive film it's like very entertaining I'm very happy okay. yeah no I'm very I mean it, I, I I had to leave behind my frustrations. You know, as a filmmaker, I, I I saw a lot of other options and maybe I had other ambitions with this film and with him. Mm-hmm. And when that didn't go through or just whatever the the, the, the cause was, that was the, the break I needed. And then on a clean slate, I, I started building again. And now I'm very happy and proud of this film. Yeah, definitely. Gotcha. And what did you think about our audience? We send the audience feedback, the North American audience feedback to you. What did you think what they had to say about your film? I, I was very impressed with how they uh, watched it, how they how detailed they looked at it, because they, I, I was the most happy with the, the lady who said that she thought the music, the choice of music was perfect. <laughs> yeah, because that was something that I spent a lot of time, you know, to have the, you know, the, the music is quite a, a valuable thing in a film. And the, the fact that she mentions or somebody then, then really mentions that sp- detail, that was really nice. Gotcha. And it, like. Yeah, I think it was it was one of the best, you know. Uh, how do you say on a dis- distant, you know, not being present yourself, yeah. but then still have a, a connection with an audience in this way, and and it was very nice. Well, that's sort of, that's sort of our 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 thematic. That's what we're trying to do. So I'm glad you yeah, just said those words. So, yeah, it's a really like I said, it's like it's like a kind of a cool film. It's like because it's like. It's interesting because dinosaurs are connected in our society. They're part of pop culture. They're part of like I, I before the podcast, I was joking with like my son. I, I like gave me a his toy dinosaur on my desk. Like there's you know what I mean? Like it's there. It's it's basically so showing like the kind of the minutiae of how when we go to a museum, how this this gets created, right? Like by kind of like people like him is kind of amazing. So yeah, it kind of has a timeless feel to it. You know what I'm saying? Sorry, I missed that last question. You know, it has like a t- <laughs> the documentary has a timeless like vibe feel to it. It's like it's like you can watch this 20 years from now, and people are still going to be going to museums and seeing dinosaur bones, right? So, right. I'm taking my kids. I have a two, two, seven year old and an 11 year old. Yeah, seven year old is crazy about dinos. Yeah, I took him a few times actually to 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 the shoots or to the museum that Art is working for. It was a nice father and son moment. Well, I was Must filming and he it. was just playing in the uh, yeah. Yeah. Very much. He like so he, he t- it's like take your dad to the, like take your son to work day, I guess, right? Yeah, sort of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 That's amazing. <laughs> yeah, and this nice. guy, like you said, he's so interesting. And like you could tell even the way he talks to the audience, like you're he's never like present with the camera. He's he's always on the side. He's always looking down. He's always looking away. He's never like looking like at you. He's never looking at the camera. Like he's there's like he's always something. There's always something in his head, right? Like uh, the way when the way like, they're making the film. True. So yeah. yeah, that's yeah. He is conscious about the camera being present. I mean, he knows where they're. Sure, he's not an work. idiot, but like but he's, he's like, just yeah. doing no. But he's just doing his thing, and he doesn't bother. He doesn't really doesn't care if there's somebody observing him. Yeah, <laughs> just. And I think 
there's a few moments where, for example, I don't know if you recall that moment in Poland where they have this archive that they open up these drawers with bones and rocks. Yeah. And I think that was the only moment where he really lost touch with everything. You know, that was just two boys checking out. Yeah, I mean, he did, he did have, didn't have a clue anymore that we were there, that there was a camera. Well, listen, good on him for doing something that he's passionate about, right? Like, it's like... Definitely, yeah. yeah. All right, so you're working on another film now, and uh, you seem like you're always busy. And uh, it basically, I'd love to talk to you again because I think that you this this film's fantastic, and you got yourself a, a, a nice body of work. But you also have a great story to tell about how this 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 film, I'm sure, will help you in your future films that you make. I hope so. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for the compliment. Yeah. yeah, and I hope <laughs> that the movie does well for yourself. Get some nice distribution and like gets gets shown because it's like I said, it's like. People need to see this film and you kind of, you put it together really nicely. Thank you very much. All right. Let's talk again soon. All right. Thank you. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, Shlemiel, Shlemazel.